Hey everyone, it's your friendly neighborhood spider- w Wait, we're using our real names? Okay. Hi everyone, I'm Lance, and welcome to the Reading in Nature podcast. I'm here to talk to you about rising sea levels and their effects due to climate change. Alright, cue the intro music. It was my last winter break of college. I was working at a government and public relations firm as a receptionist. During the break, I would get up at 4.30 every morning to go to my 6 a.m. martial arts practice located a few blocks from my job. There was an approaching snowstorm, so Boston was closed. The entire city put to rest because a thick blanket of snow was coming to cover the city. What we didn't suspect was a storm to flood the downtown Boston area where I worked. I checked the news that morning, and the visuals I was seeing were in all honesty devastating. The street I would walk up from practice to my job had cars with ice up to the tires. Large waves landed over the pier, turning the stone steps by Joe's into a wading pool. The images on my laptop showed the Boston I knew covered in a foot of ice and water. The newscaster said something like the storm acted unpredictably, and that the flooding is because of a larger than normal waves. But everyone knew it wasn't that simple. The aquarium stop on the blue line had flooded significantly. That doesn't just happen with larger than normal waves. What we were experiencing that day was the effects of climate change on sea levels. When the world was first created by the Big Bang, the Earth was a ball of gas and rocks superheated from meteors colliding with the Earth. It took some million years for the Earth to cool down into a frozen state that formed ice of the various different natural gases produced through the meteor collisions. With volcanic activity happening under the ice, chemical reactions made new compounds and even created bacteria. And those bacteria became the first living organisms to exist. After the Earth ice melted, there was no more ice on the planet, and the planet became extremely hot again. This oscillation between hot and cold, ice and no ice, is millions of years of the Earth balancing its climate of making up for carbon dioxide emission. What we are experiencing today is a natural global process that we sped up and we are creating conditions that we cannot live in. Did you know that one-fourth of the world's population lives in coastal areas? That means one out of four people listening live on the coast which means one out of four people will be affected by rising sea levels as climate change continues to warm ocean currents and melt land ice in the Arctic. I am one in four people. I never really paid much attention to living on the coast. Since I was from the city, my school was very close to Mass Bay and Castle Island, so there were two major beaches within walking distance of my school, which was just cool to have. Every morning, I'd stand on the beach staring out to the water to watch the sunrise as a daily ritual with my best friend before classes. I never thought about how rising sea levels could affect me on those mornings, or how it could affect the beach. With one out of four people living on the coast, the effects of sea levels rising will affect everyone else living in the neighborhood and in the world. For starters, most major cities are on the coast. Like Boston, these major cities are hubs for big businesses and have very heavy influence on the overall economy of not only the state, but also the country they are located in. Scientists expect that by the year 2100, the world will see drastic effects on the coastlines 
of all major countries. Now you're probably wondering how that can affect you currently. Well, the climate is changing drastically. And just because it's cold now, don't forget that the climate change means the, the weather is changing also. So just because you were snowed in a few times this winter doesn't mean that the earth isn't getting warmer. What that means is that the average weather is changing so that the average weather is hotter in general. The earth's weather patterns existed in something mathematicians call a sink, where it requires specific conditions to make overall global climate bifurcate or change its behavior. The specific conditions here is that the output of carbon dioxide from the inhabitants of the planet has superseded what the Earth can naturally balance. Overuse of resources needed to sustain a growing population for industrialization and consumerism that drive the economy of the big cities that will be most affected by rising sea levels is creating a negative feedback loop for the longevity of those cities and on a larger scale, those countries. Ocean levels rise at an increasing rate of 0.07 inches a year. Some scientists suggest that the rate in which ocean levels will rise is still unpredictable due to land erosion and unstudied ice canyons in the ocean that will begin to melt. Studies show that worst-case scenarios vary depending on ice canyons and how much water they conceal. By 2100, we can expect anywhere from approximately 3 feet of water to over 21 feet of water depending on what climate models you are viewing and what variables it studies in the addition to the ocean's current level. If I were standing on the beach near my school, with three feet of water added to the beach, the beach would be gone. Beaches are disappearing all over the world. Rising sea levels affect ocean currents due to fresh water desalinating oceans and the warming of ocean water. These effects to ocean currents create surge storms. Surge storms are more powerful storms that do not dissipate as easily when they come in contact with the land and are in the range of category three and above. This is what we experienced in Boston this winter. The storms carry stronger winds that pick up more water and create stronger waves. These stronger waves amplify flooding and land erosion. The most famous case of this has been New Orleans during Hurricane Katrina. If the water levels rise over three feet in America, we can expect to have over 13 million people displaced, half of which would be from Florida. The social effects of rising sea levels go beyond affecting the economy and global commerce. For example, the vast majority of people affected by rising ocean levels in the city would be individuals living in poverty. These individuals rely on the resources in those cities to sustain life and would face the heaviest of impacts. Without economic means or social networks, those who are displaced could face economic instability for a number of generations and not just years, which would have effects on the United States that we have not seen yet in the modern age. In short, we tip the scales, and now the planet will oscillate back and forth until we are balanced again. If left unchecked, humans will break the scale and we won't be able to reverse the effects we made on our planet. If all the land ice melts, there's potentially 196 feet of water that could end up adding to the ocean's current levels. Scientists believe 
If this happens the plant and the planet continues to warm, there may be no hope. So this time, we need to seriously consider the effects of climate change and to start to care more about rising sea levels. Thank you all for listening, and thank you bensounds.com for the music. All right, cue the outro music. Shut up and sit down.